seriously popular. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. In today's episode... Hoyland's goal, a fluke or genius? Why Liverpool are third favourites? And which players would we have loved to have seen in the Premier League? I'm Dominic King. I'm Chris Sutton. And it's all kicking off. So, good morning, Christopher. Are we well? Yep, yep, all good. Good. Busy busy weekend, busy few days. Uh, Yeah, took the Rangers game in uh, yesterday, and they unfortunately won. So Top you, of the league. Yes. So you'll be. Uh, well, it, I, I'm going to say it's nice to see a smile on your face. Anyway, the fact that I, that I'm <laughs> that here. That, well, that wasn't because of Rangers going. No, top no, of the it league. wasn't. No, it's because it's because I'm here and Ian's up a mountain. Yeah. Well, what Chelsea have started to to turn a corner, and Ian, um, I, I sort of called him out on his uh, his attack on Chelsea, and all of a sudden he's disappeared. I wonder why. Well, he's yeah, he's disappeared up a mountain. So you've got me for the rest of the week. If that's all right. Lovely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I wonder whether he'll bring you back a Toblerone. Very much doubt it. He's I don't do any northern sort of gags, but he's from the north, so very well, much doubt so it. So you say he's tight. Maybe maybe he'll bring one back for us to share. What's your favourite duty free? Oh, blind! Well, it'd be alcoholic, yes, probably. Yes. Well, he, would, he definitely won't bring you that back because I've known him for twenty years and he's never bought me a drink. So, <laughs> anyway, there we go. Plenty to talk about this weekend. There is, yeah. Uh, top and bottom of the table, wild challenges. Wild challenges, wild goals, which leads um, to... Which, which ones are you talking well, about? Well, I'm talking about Rasmus Hoyland and his chest yesterday. Yeah, well, do you know what? Um, our producer, Henry, um, and, um, and Ben, who also works here, we still don't know what Ben does... Uh, both thought that the... To be uh, fair, they don't know what I do either, so... <laughs> <laughs> they may have a point. Um, that's true. No, that's harsh. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, that, so they both thought that uh, the Hoyland chested goal, because he scored one before then, mm. um, took it really well in in, in the first uh, minute. You can see his confidence is growing all the time. It's a, you know, a, a, a 1v1 went round, um, went round the goalkeeper, tucked it in, but... The the Chester goal was genius. Mm. You, you know, it it really wasn't. But anybody who has played sport to a reasonable level would know that he meant that. Yeah. You you know you have you have a a, a blueprint in your head, and it's because of hours and hours of of uh, 
training uh, and and being in situations, your peripheral vision, you're just you're just aware, and in those in those moments, you just it, it's you know it it happens so fast, but you know what you want to do and try to do, and and it's it's instinct, it's the picture which he sees. He knows the goalposts don't move. He knows what he's trying to do. The mm. shots are, the, you know, there's not a, a great effort from Ganacho, but uh, I, d- I don't even think that it's because. He's now hit his straps in terms of the goals which he's scoring. That that happened. I just think it's it, it's an awareness. It's in the in the moment. I scored a goal uh, for Celtic, slightly differently but similar in in it was against Basel at Celtic Park. Neil Lennon had a shot, um, and it was go it was going wide, and I was just in line with the shot and flicked it uh, in between my legs. Goalkeeper was already uh, already going down, went the other way, but instinctive. Yeah. In you know, just in that moment, you 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 just you just know what to do, and that's because of hours and hours of um, of, of 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 being in that situation. And some people some people are better at it than than others. But would you have scored that, or or or, or would you have done something similar? Because our producer Henry clearly wouldn't have done, and neither would his mate Ben. All I'll say to you on this is, I went to school with Stephen Gerrard, and he was the second best player in our school. <laughs> <laughs> so that just gives you the level of quality that, mm. you, that you're dealing with. So you here. would have scored of it. Of course I would have. Of course mm. I would have. But anybody, I mean, on the on the on the back page of the mail today, you, you know, there's the question: was it a fluke or an no? It wasn't. Of, no, it, genius. It, it it was. You know. No, was, I, I I absolutely lo- I I loved it. I loved the goal, and I was trying to when when I was on the way down here last night, I was trying to think of um, goals of that kind of um, impudence or cheekiness or whatever. Um, and three that came to my mind, and you're going to say your mob here, so I'll, I'll say it for you. The three goals that I could think of from, from Liverpool, John Barnes scored a back heel against Crewe in the FA Cup um, in 1992. Cross across the box, and he just he was, he was facing out of the touchline all of a sudden, back heel in, brilliant goal. Robbie Fowler against Bram Bergen. There was a, he, the ball was behind him, and he flicked it over his head with his... I think it was with his right foot and then finished with a left foot volley, which was absolutely genius. Uh, and then Luis Suarez against Newcastle, where he controlled the ball with his chest and basically made it fall in front of his feet, went round the keeper and, and scored. But mm. Do you so ever watch any other teams? Can't, can't you remember my goal against... No, no, actually, no, actually now, 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 you've, now, you've, now, you've, now you're bringing this up. You're bringing this up. <laughs> I do remember some of your goals, and I, I can't believe I'm sat here having a bit of a laugh with you because 16-year-old me would never have spoken to you because you broke my heart when I was a 16-year-old. Absolutely broke my heart. How? So, Blackburn 3, Liverpool 2, Ewood Park, October 1994. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you scored two yeah, goals. Yeah, I did, yeah. John, yeah. Barnes scored a, John Barnes scored an overhead kick. He did, yeah. He did score an overhead kick, but you, you scored... I watched it yesterday. Just to remind myself of like the pain. Couple of the, uh, one from half a one, yard. Yeah, one was from half a yard. <laughs> you bundled past David James. The other one was across to the back post. No, you might say it was a shot, but it was you were definitely you were definitely in, you were definitely crossing for someone there. A, a measured, a measured finish. No, uh, so driven, anyway. a driven finish. And you're calling that a cross. So, well, so I, no, I, you were definitely aiming for Shearer at the back post. <laughs> Admit it. Come on. He probably, he probably didn't celebrate with me. No. <laughs> that was no, a joke. But, but anyway, you, you, you broke my heart that day. I went yeah. with all my mates to Ewood Park. One of the first mm. big big trips that had been allowed away with me. Uh, well, I could have... I, I could have signed for Liverpool that uh, that particular season, but I wanted to... Really? Yeah. Roy Evans. Yeah. 
was uh, was in charge and they were in for us. But uh, how close? I, are they close did they come? Uh, well, I sort of wanted to go to a team which were honestly which were competing. Well, yeah, yeah, uh, that's that's true. Cause Black, and and Black, Black, Blackburn were mm-hmm. the team on the up at that moment in time. It was nothing to do with wages and money. So don't look at me like I just went for the money. <laughs> Would I, would I have had posters on my wall of you when I was sixteen? No, definitely not. <laughs> Look, let's let's move on. Let's go back to let's go back to Hoyland because It'd I been Gina G, wouldn't it? It's Gina Gina G was it was Gina, the singer. Gina G. <laughs> <laughs> you are just a little yeah. bit. <laughs> How have we gone from you breaking my heart to Gina G? Anyway, um, let's go back to to Hoyland in terms of the confidence of him. Um, he's got fourteen goals now. Hmm. And if we'd have had this, com- well, we wouldn't have had a conversation like this three months ago because people were talking about him being a dud. Really, uh, or I, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I don't know who those people were because, um, I, watching Alan Shearer on Match of the Day last night, and I think the balanced view on Hoyland, honestly, at the start was, uh, as we know, strikers thrive on service, and you know he's playing in a team with Anthony who. Mm. essentially gives you the ball when he's finished with it yeah. um, and uh, and Ganacho off the other side. So, you know, where was his service? And he wasn't getting the opportunities. And then when the opportunities uh, did come along, you know, maybe he snatched at a few, but now he's on a run. We're seeing what a good player mm. that he is. I, don't, I, still, don't, I still don't think uh, that Manchester United have cracked it. They're on a, they're on a good run. Um, but Luton... Could have got something out of the game. Probably should have got something out of the game, and and so should have Aston Villa the week before. I think they're a devastating, still a devastating counter attack team. But in terms of Hoyland, um, what is he? I think we're still all trying to work out what type of player he is. He, he looks to be, uh, to me, to be a player who has all the attributes. I think he he can play with his back to goal. He can link up nicely enough. But he, he does have that, that pace and that ability, and that's what I think Manchester United signed him for, to uh, to make those runs in behind yeah. and, uh, yeah, uh, 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 and finish. And before he signed, it wasn't like he was... They spent a lot of money on him, didn't they? But it wasn't like, if if you looked at his track record, that he had been overly prolific. He was always a development player, always yeah. a work in progress. Well, that's a... That's a... A very significant point because uh, so he's played for Copenhagen, Atlanta, and Stamgratz. Okay, Copenhagen thirty-eight thousand capacity, Atlanta twenty-one thousand capacity, Stamgratz sixteen thousand capacity. Going to Old Trafford where it's seventy-five thousand and the expectations on you into a team that isn't firing is still finding its way um, has had lots of problems. Can you sort of? Um, Put into context the, um, the the level of understanding or the the the, the adjustment that he's he's got to have to flourish on that kind of stage. He's 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 only a kid. Yeah, well, well, temperament is everything, and I think what he has shown is his his strength of of character. You've got to be able to. Um, I think it's really interesting, actually, the point you make about the the crowds he would have played. Uh, in front of before and then Manchester United. I think it's a very, very, uh, very valid point, really, in terms of what what you have to handle going to Manchester mm. United, the biggest club in the world. A lot would argue. I'm not going to. I'm not going to disagree with that. I know you think Liverpool are, uh, but but they are a massive club, and the expectation levels are so high. So then going in and having the difficult start 
which he did have, to have that strength of character to not hide, mm. to show for the ball, to be courageous, and it's eventually started to click. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Not, no. not let, uh, uh, and and no, you're not. Get, you know, Thank we you. aren't getting ahead no, of, no. ahead of ourselves. He hasn't cracked it yet. No, he but, isn't. But the signs really are encouraging. Are you nice to get in the rack together? You're not. Um, you don't seem to be. Um... No. <laughs> You're very um, difficult to impress, no, aren't you? No, no, got, no, no, I, I, I'm not. I hate to think I, what you're going to uh, say about me when you've got it. No, I'm not. I, I don't. Straight on the no, phone to lady. Even I think I, I think you have to be balanced. Um, it's you know, it's still they're improving. The front throw. I mean, they're a devastating counterattack team. That mm. that's what they are. But they don't they don't control games. I mean, I was at uh, Burnley at the weekend, right. It was Burnley who were going to get relegated against Arsenal. But blimey, in terms of a team from the off dictating from the first minute to the last minute Mm. in total control, that was them. If you look at the last couple of games for Manchester United, beating Villa's a big deal. Mm. But they were fortunate. And some people would argue beating Luton that they were fortunate. I get both sides because Manchester United had numerous chances to to score again. I think Ten Hag made that point after the game and he, he was absolutely right. But, uh, you know, are we getting the bunting out for beating Newport? And uh, and, and Wolves was a, was a good victory, albeit again a, a, a game which went back and forth and Wolves will think, well, how do we not get something out of that? And West Ham, well, everybody beats West Ham these days. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> well, they do. Uh, no, um, I don't know. I think that's I think that's a bit harsh. I think that's a bit harsh. Because okay. the one thing that they've, yes, teams might be in games with them, but the the the, the grind and results out, which to me, which which to me says that the so you're saying that, but but you asked me whether they've basically whether they've cracked it. And I they, didn't. I didn't say they've cracked uh, it. Did I? Mm-hmm. Are they getting there? A lot along the yeah, but they, but they are getting their act together. Yeah. But you've just used the word grinding or the words grinding out results. Yeah, what's wrong with I th- that? I think, I think, that's, I think, I think that... but but that but that doesn't you know. So I've talked about Arsenal having control. Yeah, and that you know there's a big difference. But it it's better than it was at the start of the season. Of course it is. Mm. But you always go back to the start of the season expectations at Manchester mm. United. Now they're improving, and I think it was pretty unthinkable them having the Champions League in their sights, um, you know, which they do have now, two months ago, nobody was giving them a chance. They do now. True. They're getting the act together off the pitch as well. I, I think in terms of, well, you know, the this move for Dan Ashworth that, that looks like it's mm. it's going to happen. Well, what, what, when? Which 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 century is it going to happen? Well, which year is it well, going to happen? It's, well, it's clear that the, 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 the serious about doing... Uh, the clearly clear the serious about making the improvements that they need to off the pitch. And are you not are you not impressed with the? No, I, 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 uh, So the the truth is is Dan Ashworth. I think he's a Norfolk boy actually. Is he? Um, I think I so. Which always would... which always goes down well with me. Obviously, a bright guy is 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 carved out uh, a phenomenal reputation uh, within the game. But uh, the stuff I've read. Um, I get what Newcastle's position is. I think Craig Hope um, yeah. reported that there, there's, poss- there's the possibility of this two-year gardening leave. I mean, mm. so from Newcastle, Newcastle's position and Eddie Howe's position, why, why would they want this guy going into Manchester United 
with all the Newcastle the secrets, which you know they the, the plans that they would have wanted to carry out, taking those ideas to Manchester United. So I I, I don't know how this is going to pan out. You, you you know you're 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 a journalist. You know these things far better than me, but. This looks like it could be quite messy and not as yeah. straightforward as... So they've gone for Dan Ashworth, but I don't know whether it's going to happen immediately. I, well, I don't if, think Newcastle will let it happen. Well, I think the fact that Craig's reporting that um, he's, told, he's told Newcastle that he wants to go. Um, I, th- I, th- I think I'd be, I'd be very, very... Um, I'd be very upset as a Newcastle fan um, because there's a, there's a couple of things here. Um they're obviously they're having issues with profit and sustainability and financial play and not being able to spend the, the money that they, they they want to. But now for a man who's been um, instrumental in getting a significant number of good players in and and, and helping uh, develop the club to see uh, they still got grand plans. This would have been a grand plan to you know be Champions League regulars pushing for trophies and whatever. Now to have a huge piece, like, it's like a Jenga puzzle, isn't it? You, you, they're trying to take one one of the key blocks away, so Newcastle's tower falls down to to build their own. And I would I would feel um, very very upset as a Newcastle fan looking at this. And there was an inter- really really interesting column from Martin Samuel yesterday when he was uh, in in the Sunday Times. He was talking about. Um, Newcastle should demand sixty million pound for for Dan Ashworth, which is which when you think about it, some of the some of the money that's spent on dross of players for the people who've got the the um, the contacts to the agents to the data uh, all over the you know the network of scouts in South America in Europe and you know the ability to unearth great players uh, or players with with potential who could be, become great. Oh, I, th- I think. Um, you basically reckon someone's business by by taking the the chief executive away. So, so is he worth more than sixty million then? Yeah, that, that's that that's really interesting. I, I I didn't read the Martin Samuel piece. What what you're saying though about how how the game is changing and and because he can be so valuable to Manchester United's business if it ever happens, but how much he can he can make that club is this going to be? A thing then now well, where, the, where, uh, where, where 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 sporting directors go for you know that they, they become. Uh, I, th- I think so because um, transfer fees. Look at how much in the last five six years we've seen sporting directors talked about like never before. Michael Edwards at Liverpool. Michael Edwards in, uh, was spoken about at some point as being as important as Jurgen Klopp. Which, listen, Michael Michael did an, an, an incredible job in terms of the, the recruitment there. But Jurgen Klopp's the kingpin at Liverpool. Let's have let's have absolutely no no doubt about that in terms of what's developed there. But Man, Man City, the, the um, their success the, the, before they got um, Pep Guardiola, it was getting in Ch- Chiki Bagiristan to be the sporting director because he knew what Pep wanted. We know the names of these the, these people in key key positions, um, and that's how much the game's changing. Look. Um, from when you, you were playing, even from 15 years ago, a manager used to be able to go and scout a player. He could, you know, they, I know that David Moyes, for example, when he was an Everton manager, he'd be able to go and go off on a Wednesday night to a championship game and watch it. Managers simply can't do that now because if they turn up at a, a ground somewhere, it's a story. Mm. It's a story, and people are onto them. And the, and the, the to well, they'd keep have things... to wear a disguise, wouldn't they? Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you, you understand the point so, that I'm so, making. Yeah. So you, so you think this is the way the game is going then? Yeah. And, and in some ways, it never thought of that before, but it it does make sense. Do you think? Do you think journalists will start demanding like big transfer fees or newspapers for the top journalists if they move on? And how, how much would you would you say you're worth more than Ladyman? Oh, that's without shadow of a doubt. But both of us are on free transfers, so <laughs> we'd be we'd be given we'd, we'd be given away. I think that's nobody, harsh. Would, nobody would. Nobody would. Well, listen, no. I'd, I'd, no. Yeah. Lady, Lady, Ian, Ian's a Ian's a stellar player. I'm not not so sure. I think myself. you'd go for billions the pair. Do you people. think so? Yeah. Well, that, that's that, that's very very kind of you to say that. Hold that thought. We'll be back right after this. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my Upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Let's go into the title race. You, you were at um, you were at Burnley on Saturday watching Arsenal, who, who we've been told are going to win the league by um, people in a different room to us th- this morning. Yeah, producer Henry and uh, I'm going yeah, I'm going to say something. And jobless Ben. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they just 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 on Arsenal um, quickly. Different season this season. The way they played last season, they had the momentum early on and then eventually let it slip. That was due to a couple of reasons, you know, Arsenal's drop in form, but also Manchester City flexing the muscles. This season, it does seem to me that performances weren't quite there at the start of the season. The results were. Mm. But now they're hitting form at this particular time. I mean, it, it does bode well for Arsenal, centre-forwardless. Um, but but the control they showed it was against Burnley, you know they they blitzed West Ham. That Liverpool victory um, was massive for them. All the celebrations and all I had to say about that. But you know at this moment in time, um, I, I think it's I, I do think it's going to go to the wire. I didn't see City slipping up at the weekend. That's how you know I, I think we all expect them to win every week but um, said before I hope City don't win it I, I hope somebody else does whether it's Liverpool or Arsenal I'm just going to digress quickly um, because you mentioned Burnley um, when you and I were together um, in October October the 23rd I think we were we were ahead of our time when we said about um, the bottom three this year will have the lowest amount of points 
um, ever in the Premier League and Burnley and Sheffield United are certainly sticking to their part of the bargain. Mm. I think that was more you than me. I thought they'd go Yeah, down. well, you know, I didn't want to take credit for it, but I will do now, yeah. so thanks very so much. So well, well done on Thank behalf you. of us Thank both. you very much. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be a team player with you, yeah. you know, and say that we were in together, but, it, you know, I'll, I may as well take that, the, that's take where you're, the That's where you're different. Yeah, you know, I just bring a bit of magic and a bit of mm. stardust to it. I will say about the title race, Liverpool are third favourites. See, I, I I think this is a bit of reverse psychology from you. Why? Uh, uh, why? Because why? Why are you saying third favourites? You're probably going to chuck in the injury uh, list, but you got you got Magic Mo back. Zobersly must be close. Must be Ish. near. I don't know whether Nunes is like a footballing god. Now, Ian Ladyman's uh, favourite player. Um, whether he'll be fit for the game in, in in the week or not, it remains to be seen. But they are finding a way. Mm. They are finding a way, and it's a squad game. And we think we've spoken about their their strength with the forward players. But it's not just strength and depth with the forward players. You look at them defensively. Connor Bradley now, uh, you know, really took some player to me. I, I, I'm always sceptical when 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 a young player. Uh, you know, has a game or two, and then all you lot. Uh, your mob, your go mob. and say mob. Your, your mob. There your we go. Mob. There we go. Your the best. mob goes. Yeah, goes at the man. What a player! You know, yeah. because Liverpool's a big club, and you know we we know the expectation which always comes with that. And I always think, oh, have they gone early? Mm. But I don't think I don't I don't think your mob have <laughs> with the praise that 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 he's getting. Do you remember um, Rob Jones? Right back. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, that's, that's my era. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, that's who um, Connor Bradley reminds me of. Right. Okay. Yeah. He, do, do Do you think those so are the early signs? You know, you know, um, Liverpool, Liverpool better, far better than me. Do you think he's? A, I think he's a. He's a actual. He's actually a better footballer than Rob Jones, though. Is that is that being harsh on Rob Jones, or am I, thought, I just thinking all, you know, my, no, no. all my era where we no. were a bunch of cloggers who just booted it and uh, you weren't though? No, no, no I know. No, I, was, I, was, I was actually I, being sarcastic. I, no, thank I know. You, I, thank well, you for no, I, 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 You know what? I'm going to for once I'll agree with you on something. I can't stand this thing that people look back at um, different series and say, "Oh, football's so much better than yeah. it was then." It's, That's it, all the no. YouTubers. Yes, well, the, we, Henry, we, we know where Henry, they are. The ben, yeah. No, Rob Jones was Rob Jones was an absolutely. Brilliant player and also very very unlucky because he, he suffered with injuries. Um, mm. But he, he signed from Crew and made his debut against Ryan Giggs um, against Manchester United um, early in the in, in the nineties. Um, but no, there's just there's, he, he was lightning quick, Rob, in terms of how, how he covered. Yeah. And I can see that with I can see elements of Robin in Connor Bradley. Mm. I mean, that's you know better than me. That's. That's some comparison, but the you know the early signs are yeah. And listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I, I don't want to build him up. I, I think he's um, he's got to find his way in 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 a, in a different era. Um, but the 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 emergence of him in, in in the last two months has been something that's really sort of invigorated people. But mm-hmm. so you, still, don't, you don't believe in fairy tales. That's that's basically it. Jürgen I don't think Klopp there are the fairy the tales now. I don't think there are fairy tales now in football. I don't think there's fairy tales in sport either. Really? No, because if there was a fairy tale, Tony McCoy would have won the Grand National on his, that, on his last that's, ride. But that's that's you know that's that's a that's a that's a different sport. We're not going to we're not going to go into horses that's and ponies. Bit, and, 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 no, 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 no. Thank God for that. Yeah. Um, but that's a bit. I, I I don't. 
I don't see where you're getting that from. I, I definitely think that this is this is you, Liverpudlian, can, can, reverse psychology. Take try and take. You're, you're trying to. You're like part sp- of Jurgen Klopp's team, aren't you? You're trying to take the pressure off. Has he primed you? <laughs> I'm to, part to of say the Jurgen Klopp's yeah, team. Yeah, you know, so, Liverpool are going to finish third. We've got no chance. I, I like it. Hang on a second. I hang like on, it. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. You, you, you're doing what you always do. You're twisting me words and not letting me finish. I didn't say Liverpool finished third. I said the third favourites, as it stands. <laughs> did I or did I not? Did I or did I not? What you're doing here, you're, you're, you're confusing me, which isn't difficult with horse racing jargon, aren't you? Did I say third favourites or did I say... Fin- <laughs> I'm so I said... Right, right, okay. Right. So right, third, third favourites. You make them third favourites, but you don't th- think they'll finish third. Third favourites in a three-horse race. But that doesn't mean the third, the outsider of three can't win. Mm, right. Right. The reason why I think Liverpool are third favourites is as follows. So I believe the Jota's going to be out for two months, which, which, which could be huge. Um, I think that Nunes is a couple of weeks. Jones maybe a week. That, that, that's what I've, I'm, I'm, I'm led to believe is, is, is the case. You've then got um, Thiago, who's out. Matip's out. There's been o- o- other issues. But it's not just that. It's, it's the the run of fixtures that are coming up in the next six weeks. So they've got Manchester City at home, Everton away. Everton will be a bear pit. Everton will be, Everton will be the biggest, the most intense derby um, probably of the last decade. Right. It, will be, it will be a bear pit. Peter Crouch said to uh, Peter Crouch, I remember doing a column a few years ago with him, and he compared Goodison to um, a cage fight. With the with the way the stands tower over you and the way the fans the, the fans are just you know they'll be wild that day and, and, and rightly so it's that's going to be a huge game. They've got to go to Old Trafford, where Manchester United are building up ahead of steam. They've got to play Brighton in the next month. I think there's you know there's lots of um, potential over the next six weeks for Liverpool to drop points. And what I'm saying is I just think that is why I would make Liverpool third favourites at the moment. Do you think they'll get you in for motivational speaking? No, no Liverpool. No. no. Well, I, why, think, why, I think they're going to lose why, to Brighton. They're going to struggle at Manchester United. They're going to struggle. Why, why are you Come doing on, this? Why, why, why are you doing you, this? Why, 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 why you, don't you flip it? Why are you twisting the? Why are you twisting the argument? Why are you not listening <laughs> to what I'm, I'm saying? No, listen. Why, why, why are you not listening? No, that's that that that's your that's your opinion. Right. Blimey, I thought I was negative. So go on. What? Do you, what hang on. Did they say at any point they couldn't win them? Well, you said. Did they say at any point that they couldn't win them? No, but you said the third favourites. That's oh my god! Oh. Right, where do you think? Uh, okay, let's nail right. this down. Where do you think Liverpool will finish? Second. <laughs> I still think Man City will win the league. Oh, I, love, I still I think because I, I think Man, I think Man City will probably win twelve or thirteen of their remaining games. I think oh, if Liverpool, I, if Liverpool are going to win the league, they're going to have to basically win. Uh, how many, how many games have they played now? Is it twenty-four? You've got the table I, in front of I, me. I, I'm so, have you got the table I'm, in front of you? Yeah, but I'm still so, I'm so. I need a lie down. I went to a village school. Third favourites. You think they'll finish second? You've made them. You've made them third <laughs> favourites. Paddy Power, you has made them third favourites, and you have got them finishing second. Um, I'm baffled. Let's move on to Darwin Nunes's goal. What did you think? Unbelievable. Yeah. At at the time, I was thinking what everybody else in the country was thinking. How does he have the the audacity, the impudence to to finish like that? And he had time, and and he he had time. So 
I saw Michael Owen's tweet. Yeah. I was with Chris Boyd yesterday. He said the same as Michael Owen. I personally don't think we can we can we can judge him like that. And I don't think you can tell somebody how they should finish. Albeit I do understand what they said, but it's it's about executing a skill. And if that's something which is difficult to do, but it's natural for him, then let him carry on. Yeah. And the other thing is he, he might have one hell of a, a boost of confidence because of that. So I, I, I do get what they're saying, but what about, uh, what about then uh, people who take Penenka penalties? You know, the risk. They're talking about risk element, uh, you know, with that finish. What about people who take a Penenka penalty, uh, Penenka penalty and score them? You know, essentially, the, the proof of the pudding is in the eating, isn't it? And and as long as he's scoring, it doesn't matter. We know that he's, uh, you know, a lot of stats out about him, that he's missed big chances, this, that and the other. But I don't think... Um, you know, I I don't necessarily agree what Michael Owen and uh, and and Chris Boyd said a similar thing. Right, I'm just gonna, I'm going to read um, what Michael said on his tweet. He says that finish from Darwin Nunes yesterday was insane. I can't stop watching it, and I can't begin to explain how difficult a skill that is. Moving at pace, the ball running away from you, being inside the box with no room for error, incredible. But it is also further proof that he is to get closer to becoming the great player many people think he can be. He has to adapt his way of thinking. I mean, to even consider that finish is madness. It's a one in ten, two in ten finish at best. Learning to slot, dink or go round the goalkeeper is a far more productive way to score and will increase his chances to four or five in ten, thus massively increasing his end return. I'm not really trying to rain on his parade as that goal was pure class, but I'd rather see it when Liverpool are 3-0 up, not at 0-0. How old is Darwin Nunez? Uh, early 20s, I think he's 23. Two twenty-three. I think it's what's 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 natural for him and the way that he sees it. I I had particular ways that I would finish in certain situations, depending on you know how the situation panned out and where I was. Um, Henrik Larsson scored a, uh, a similar goal in uh, my first Glasgow derby. Similar skill, ball running away. Uh, from him, scooped it over to Stefan Kloss as the best goal I've I've ever seen. I really? Would ne- I would never, I would never have tried that. I would never have tried the finish that Nunez did in that situation. Right, no. but 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 that's because everything Michael Owen uh, said the the risk element. But if it's natural for somebody to do that, and and, and only time will tell. Right, I haven't seen Nunez. Um, in an exact situation like that, I mean, you know, they're all different, these situations. I saw him uh, miss a chance against, I think it was uh, Chelsea late on yeah. one-on-one when he when he toe-poked yeah. to, uh, toe it, but he was under pressure then, so that was a different scenario. I thought the way he composed himself and finished it, it's all like everybody else. And, that, and you know, that's... That may be the moment that his his goal scoring career at Liverpool starts going through the roof. I think the stat at, uh, when he played Chelsea was he had fourteen shots or something ri- ridiculous. Yeah. 
and didn't didn't hit the target. But I do think that it's it's very individual the way that that you finish it. Maybe may in training that he's working on all these other things, you know, about slotting it, going round the goalkeeper. But if he's not comfortable at going round the goalkeeper in situations, why would he? Why would he do that? If 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 this is a finish which is in his armory, then carry on. Yeah, I, I've um, ne- I won't necessarily never known, but the the adoration that the the, the Liverpool fans have for him, that like the, the 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 popularity that he's got, I don't think anybody would ever want him to change what he is, because he, when he when he when he comes on, he, there's. He's that rare player that comes on and you can almost feel the crackle of apprehension mm-hmm. around the stadium. You know something's going to happen. It's never, ever going to be dull. Um, and if they tried to sort tried to sort of make him methodical, I mean, Michael was explosive, but he was he, he was he was unbelievably methodical, wasn't he, Michael? When you yeah. when he when he when he was in his in his pomp and he got through, you, you knew. And even, he, even he, to, he had the dink, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he could he could go round the goalkeeper. Yeah, he, 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 Michael. But, could, but, he, but he was comfortable. Yeah, with that. So it's what's part of your skill set. Yeah, but but do you not also think it's well in terms of um, education and upbringing in terms of where Nunes has come from in Uruguay. He's, he's had that sort of sort of street fighter. Um, element to him, he's, he's, he's fought his way up, and I think it was very interesting as well. Um, every year he makes a move. When um, when he went from Al- he had a, a poor first season in, in Almeria, and then the second season was off the scale. It was the same with 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 Benfica. Then he's had a season last year where things didn't really go to plan uh, with Liverpool. But I thought towards the end of last season that he would have scored thirty this year in all competitions. I just I, I can I can see that in him. Um, I think he's I think he's he's a fabulous player. I don't know whether he suffered initially because he arrived at the same time as Haaland and he scored in the the Community Shield when the two, point, two yeah. when the two of them went went head to head and they were expecting Liverpool basically to have Haal, you know Liverpool's version of Haaland and Man, Man City up against the the original at Man City. I I I don't know um, I whether it's the transfer right. fee, but he, he he's just him. I just think he's, he's uh, you know. It was you lot who started that. No, it wasn't. Your mob who started absolutely that. Absolutely wasn't. It absolutely wasn't. Harlan absolutely wasn't. It wasn't. Absolutely wasn't. Absolutely who, wasn't. Who was it then? I have no idea. It was, it was just a narrative that, 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 that organically came because Liverpool had made such a, a huge investment at the same time that City had made their, their huge investment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look back through the archives, see if I can find an article from Dom King. Harland same against one. Nunes. Never. 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 Um, I'd love producer Henry to dig one out. No, he wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to do that. I just heard in my ear he's on. And you, you, you know, you, sort of, you know, we had a chat this morning. Michael, you call him. I mean, you're well connected, aren't you? Are you ready to rank off? It's time for five aside. Uh, I was very intrigued about Mikel Arteta's comments on Friday about possibly wanting to sign Kylian Mbappe. What? Yes. Yeah, he said that he said why not? He he was asked the question about should Arsenal what, Little Arsenal? Little Arsenal, yes, little Arsenal. Um I actually think it would be more money um than it would come with more issues than it's worth for Arsenal. So, it, it, it would, sorry, it would, it would I, be, so so I was joking about little Arsenal, but I need Signing Mbappe wouldn't be a good thing. I didn't say that. I didn't say. Well, you said it would come with. It, 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 would come it, with come... it would come with huge problems. It would come with. It would come. It wouldn't be sort of the, the not, magic not, ticket. Not worth it. it would, 
how much do you think? How much do you think Kylian Mbappe is going to no, cost? No, it doesn't summer? matter. Does how much, it? How much if, do you if, think if, he's going to cost? So if Arsenal don't win the Premier League, it doesn't matter. Answer the question. I'm certainly not a financial expert. Can you have a guess? Um, two hundred million. I keep going. Two hundred and two. Keep going. Two hundred and three. Fortunes. <laughs> and I, I think you'd be looking at more, more, more than four hundred million. How could Arsenal afford that? Well, exactly. He's going to go to Real Madrid anyway. <laughs> He's going to go to Real Madrid. We can chop but this so, out of the so, so the um, so I want to I want to talk about the five players that I wish had come to the Premier League. Okay, go. Okay. Number five, Gabriel Batistuta. Could have signed for Ipswich in 1994. How low is his bar? Ipswich? Wouldn't it have been brilliant they're, they're, they're though to not, see... They're not even the biggest team in East Anglia. No, well, wouldn't it have been brilliant to see... It would have, it would have been the best striker yeah. we'd ever seen in East Anglia, wouldn't it? Absolutely. I've got you! Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Number four, Robert Lewandowski. Um, could have signed for Blackburn. Was, was on his way to see Sam Allardyce, but the ash cloud and the volcano stopped him flying from Poland and that's this is very true yeah and he couldn't he couldn't come over and the rest is history ended up staying in Germany and uh, sorry stayed in Poland went to Borussia Dortmund and we know what happened next number three Ronaldinho 2003 when David Beckham left um, Manchester United to go to Real Madrid um, he had a choice between PSG and Manchester United Ronaldinho he ended up going to uh, Paris what a shame <laughs> what a shame that was Number two, Paolo Maldini, the greatest defender of all time. The greatest defender yeah. of all time. Alex Ferguson wanted to sign him. What, what, a, what a fantastic thing that would have been to see um, Paolo Maldini in our league. Mm. Number one, last but not least, Zinedine Zidane. Could have signed for Blackburn. He wouldn't have gotten the team. No, because you had Tim Sherwood. <laughs> Zinedine Zidane. You're, you're being naughty there. No. Zinedine Zidane, what a player. Yeah. And I also think, I don't know whether Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo have distorted things so much that we don't appreciate what a genius he was. He could do everything. Good chance. Balletic, powerful, score goals, pass. Just every time you watched him, he just mesmerised you. Mm. So that's my top five. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's an interesting top five. I would just throw, um, you know, Pele, uh, Maradona, the two greatest players ever to play uh, football. Yes, uh, you wouldn't have wanted to see those because I said Premier League. Players. I said Premier League. Oh, did you? I did you say Premier League. Well, there was football. Before no, no, the there, pre- was football, there was football. There yeah, was. So if we're going to go there, I'd have said Michael Loudrup. I'd have said Michael Loudrup. Well, yeah, but you've missed out Messi. Uh, yeah, I have missed out Messi, and I've done. Do you wrong. like Messi? What? I absolutely adore Lionel Messi. I absolutely adore him. And the reason I never put him in this top five is this. I never, ever wanted him to leave Barcelona. But that's not, a ra- that's not a reason, is it? Can you let me finish? Can you let me finish? I wanted him to stay at Barcelona forever. I wanted him to be there. I think he, so I do think, believe in fairy tales. I wanted him to stay at Barcelona forever. And I think seeing him in the PSG kit, seeing him in the Inter Miami kit, I just don't think it looks right. I don't think it would have looked right seeing him in, in an English kit. I wanted Norwich him to stay City. at Barcelona. Yeah. Ipswich. Imagine him in Ipswich. Him and Batistuta up front. Imagine <laughs> that. You, but you can't. I mean, there's there's not anybody in the world who's going to agree with you that you've left 
you know, the, the greatest I'm happy to die on this hill. At this moment is, I'm happy you? to die that's on this hill. That's a bad hill. That's, Why? That's not a fairy tale. That's... I'm, a, I'm happy to die that's on a, this hill. That's a miserable I've ex- hill. I've explained, I've explained my that's, reasons. Yeah. Okay. I've explained my that's reasons. That's your opinion. Thank you. Mm. Are we into our moments of the week? Yeah. Uh, do, do you want to go first or would you like me to go first? Yeah. Uh, my moment of the week is... Um, podcast it's called um straight to the comments podcast danny dyer um wife of jared bowen um has been speaking to us and she's talked about the the chant that the west ham fans for, have for her. Mm-hmm. It, it's fruity shall we say and she's okay. she she's she's taking it in in better in a better style than i i would have envisioned it to and, and okay. more power to her i think she's handled it beautifully and spoken with real class about it well, are we gonna listen to it i think we are the West Ham fans have a chant about you. Is that true? They do. It says Bowen's on fire and he's shagging Danny Dyer. <laughs> he's shagging Danny it. Dyer, oh. but Greg is on fire. I dread he's it shagging Danny. Dread. Do you dread it? I went to an away game, and I don't usually like going to the away games because yeah. it is like the, it's like the diehard fans of. Crazy. And then I was like, I really need a drink. And I was like, do I die of dehydration? I would rather have died of dehydration, to be honest. That was the better option. Yeah. Because what I come out and they're all looking at me and I was like, they're going to, they all sung the song. Oh, like, God. I was literally in the midst this of the This is crowd. why it should be banned. No, it's fine. Well, it's so fun. It really, really doesn't bother me. For more information on this podcast, check out the show notes. She's taking that. She's taking that. Mm. That, yeah, she's yeah. taking that with great class, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I do. Um, yeah. Have you been on the end of any chance? <laughs> I can tell you of many chances. Oh, yeah, I, was, yeah, uh, yeah. I was on the end of it the weekend. Yeah, I'll be singing the Called one Called Athenian so and so and an English so and so by the same guy within oh, yeah. about thirty seconds, which was strange. Um, do you want to hear my moment of the week? Yeah, well, I was, I was going to, I was going to another, another oh, little got, one. In. I was just going. You don't get your two I don't get these opportunities. You're more, you're very more similar to Ladyman than you think. Go. Oh, what a dreadful thing to say. Um, it's Tramia four Stockport nil. Um, fabulous win for the Super White Army under Nigel, Nigel Atkins. I yeah, thought it was a it. great, great result. Well, beating Stockport. Wow. No, well, the, the, the the St- Stockport are flying, but it was uh, always like to see Tramia do well and um, a great, great result for them. Mm. Okay, well, I'll, thank yeah, I'll, you. I'm going to go with my moment uh, of the week. And uh, you and Ian are always educating me uh, on the game. I mean, you, you know, you. You guys, I look up to you, smart guys. But last week, you even taught me the name of a team uh, which I'd never heard of before. Listen to this. I tell you what, anybody who thinks that um, Liverpool are um, certainties to win the Europa League needs to think again because they wouldn't want to play Bayern Leverkusen in a, in a one-off game. Bayern Leverkusen in a, in a one-off game. Bayern Leverkusen in a, in a one-off game. So Bayern Leverkusen, who, which which league do they play in? Uh, they play in a part of Germany, and we, as you know, you like to be educated, don't you? So, um, well, you know, I'm, I'm glad a part they did of Germany that. nobody's ever heard of. I, I, no, I think you mispronounced. I, I, I pronounced it in the dialect of the uh, of the local region. <laughs> That's what I did. Bayern. It was an extra R on the end, not an. Very good. Anyway, listen, I think that brings the um, festivities to a close. It's been a pleasure to be in your company. Um, do you mean that? I do, yeah, I do. And I'm looking forward to doing it all again on Thursday. Because so the, the little man's up and uh, he'll still be up his mountain. 
Mm, uh, in the meantime, imagine being on that mountain. Well, I know what, 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 what a time to be alive. In the meantime, I'm Dom the King. You're Chris Sutton. I hope it's all kicking off. <laughs>